0: Wanted.
1: I've been waiting 23 years to say
0: that. Postman Butters is here. Don't worry, everybody. It's Postman Butters. This is my fourth
1: toast. I am Montequilla, the last of the (laughs) Mohicans. Oh, this is not a South Park show. This is the FBI's Most Unwanted. This is the X-Files show. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And
0: I feel like, I think we've started at least four or five episodes either on here that that have just started Is this is not a South Park podcast.
1: (laughs) Yep, pretty much. But somehow we always come back around to it because we've been watching a lot of it. So, that happens. Okay, so... This week, we are on season two, episode 13, titled Irresistible, written by Chris Carter, directed by David Nutter, <laughs> <laughs> and um, this is one of the only episodes of the series that doesn't have any, like, ghosts or goblins or any aliens or anything supernatural. The monster of the week is a, a human dude who's just really creepy. And if you want to know. I feel know, like they're really. I f- well, we'll get into it a little <laughs> later
0: because uh, something about this episode kind of confused me.
1: We'll talk about it because I think I know what it is. Um, yep. But if you want to know who the monster of the week is that is kind of creepy, uh, his name is. Donnie Faster, we'll talk about him in a minute, but just some background info. Chris Carter originally wrote this script with Donnie Faster explicitly being called a necrophiliac. And he turned the script into the network and they were like, no, you cannot have a necrophiliac on your show. Like you can have sex and you can have death, but you cannot have a dude who has sex with the dead so um carter toned the script down uh and it's still pretty much you can tell that donnie faster likes to have sex with the dead except they never actually call him a necrophiliac yeah um and also uh donnie faster is based a little bit On Jeffrey Dahmer And I texted Justin while we were watching this episode I went (laughs) Every time I rewatch this episode I forget that this actor Playing Donnie Faster Really does look Just like Jeffrey Dahmer And that makes it even more creepy (laughs) Yeah he really does And
0: it's like Right from the get go uh, Mm. Like you're just like Alright there's the bad guys
1: Yep. Yeah, definitely. All right. So the episode starts in St. Paul, Minnesota. There's this funeral being held for a little girl. Uh, right in the funeral, we see Donnie Faster. He's hanging out there. He's the assistant director for the funeral home, and he's just watching the funeral like a creeper. And um, later in the evening after the ceremony's over, the um, regular funeral home director comes into, like, the storage area where they keep the body before they bury it the next day. And the funeral home director finds Donnie Faster cutting off the corpse's hair, and Donny Faster gets Fired, and I'm, that's the
0: yeah. But here's the my first thing. So when he first mm-hmm. because they moved, they're like, well, we're now they're gonna they want to do an outdoor procession kind of deal. So they put mm-hmm. in storage the burial, the burial. Yep. Um, and so when the funeral director goes down there to find mm-hmm. faster, there's a brief moment where faster comes out and it's a silhouette of him, but it's not him. Mm-hmm. It's like yes, a slight devil. And this plays is, for yeah, way later like in the a, episode, and it makes me very confused.
1: <laughs> well, yes. They sort of should have left this earlier one out, because the one later actually makes sense. Yeah, that we'll one makes sense. That. that one makes a little more sense, for reasons we'll talk about when we get there. But yeah, th- it is a hallucinate, like... Um, I think in this one, it's kind of like the funeral director goes in and he gets spooked. And it's like that moment where like, you know, sometimes you'll be walking by yourself and you think you hear a noise. And then I think this is like, and I feel like this wouldn't happen to a funeral director. I feel like they're used to being surrounded by corpses, but it's almost like the funeral director like... Didn't expect somebody to be in there, and he, like, got spooked and thought it was a monster, but... It's,
0: but at the same time, like he like it's like a brief instant and then he still
1: walks towards it or the, it walks towards or mm-hmm. faster walks the, towards yeah, and him. Then it, and then he realizes it's Donnie faster yeah. or not. It uh, just yeah.
0: yeah, it just didn't play well for the later bit, which because I, it's like, right. so I don't get it. But we'll the talk later about bit
1: that makes more sense yeah. and we'll get there. Uh, so a little bit later, after the credits, uh, we go back to St. Paul, Minnesota, uh, or not St. Paul, excuse me, Minneapolis, Minnesota. They get some, uh, Mulder and Scully, they go up there uh, at the behest of Mo Box, who runs the FBI or is at least an agent at the Minneapolis FBI field office, and he's investigating somebody digging up and desecrating a dead body and this and, cop is he's he's a weirdo like he's yeah he's <laughs> he's not the best FBI agent in the world cuz the reason he calls Mulder is because he's like Well, I saw on TV something about aliens and and this looks, I mean, this body looks like maybe aliens dug it up. And I know that you like aliens, Mulder. And Mulder's like, uh, no, like this isn't like cattle mutilation at all. This is clearly just some sick person who dug up a body and is like obsessed with dead people. And we need to start looking. And this is actually a good episode where we get to see what Mulder was like before he was, like, full-on spooky Mulder. Because they reference a lot that Mulder was actually really good at profiling abnormal psychology and, like, catching murderers and stuff like that. So Mulder actually has a whole thing here. He's like, we're looking for like this guy who has like a fetish for death. And maybe the hair cutting has something to do with this. And the, uh, the cuts the hair and removes the fingernails is basically it. And he goes, and maybe the, you know, maybe the removing of the fingernails could be related to this. And, uh, oh, by the way, this dude, he's not going to stop at mutilating corpses that have been dead and buried for a while, he's eventually going to want to mutilate a fresh corpse, which means he's going to kill somebody. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this episode also reminds me an awful lot of a show that would come much later, but I got to keep bringing it up. I bring it up several times. Hannibal. Oh, yeah. This is something that definitely happens... Uh, This is what Will Graham does in Hannibal. Uh, Chases down freaks who do weird stuff to corpses. (laughs) And it's just, I don't know, we'll we'll get into more. I
0: I have a lot of weird specifics Mm -hmm. involving this episode. Some more so jokey than others, but man, like, it's, it's... I, I like that also kind of like after the first body you kind of see Scully's reaction
1: yes that's the other thing yeah. is it, at the same time Scully is very disturbed that someone would desecrate a corpse yeah it it, it bothers her a lot um which I don't fo- I get it because like she's Catholic and when you're catholic like you're not supposed to desecrate corpses uh you know do weird things to dead bodies but at the same time scully does think scully cuts up dead bodies for a living she's a forensic pathologist she does autopsies and shit so (laughs) It's weird, it's a weird, uh, like, combination
0: of, like, this sort of makes sense and also does not make sense. Mm
1: -hmm. I think maybe to her there's a... I guess probably to her there's a difference between, like, opening up a body to see how they died versus just... This is a dead person, let me play with its parts. Yeah. So, uh... And... So, uh... Then it turns out, uh, two more bodies get, uh, found that have been dug up with their haircut and their fingernails removed and Mulder does his whole thing, um, where he writes up a field report or no, excuse me. He does his profile and Mully, er, (laughs) Scully writes up her field report, uh, but she keeps her discomfort to herself. uh, And she does mention necrophilia in her field report. But uh, so somehow uh, it was okay to the network that Scully mentioned it in a field report, but it didn't like actually, I don't know. They had weird standards, I guess. It's it's the implied
0: nature of if you have a body uh, and you want like, it's one of those things where like, you can, you can't show or tell if it's around the body, mm-hmm. but if it's away from it, like yeah. it's been done a couple other times and other things where like, you can talk about it as long as mm-hmm. it's not within that same scene kind of deal. So right. you, it's supposed it's supposed yeah. to like, not, you're not supposed to associate
1: the two, but yeah. people aren't All that All I could think for... All I could think for most of the episode was uh, Alice Cooper's Cold Ethel. Yeah. (laughs) We met last night, making love by the refrigerator light. (laughs) Ah, my favorite song about fucking dead people, Cold Ethel by Alice Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) Alice Uh, Cooper, please hit us up and come on the show. (laughs) Absolutely. Um... Meanwhile, uh, Donnie Faster, who, of course, is the person digging up the bodies, he proves Mulder correct uh, because Mulder said he'd want the freshest corpse possible to play with. And Donnie Faster picks up a prostitute. Which, I gotta say,
0: I know it's been done in many shows and and styles and stuff. The way Mm -hmm. they always do it in TV shows where a serial killer or anyone goes and picks up a hooker is mm-hmm. very much like it's like a weird like uh, promenade of just cars that just come up to the curve and yes. just a stripper uh-huh. gets in. it's kind of like a drive-through window kind of deal i'll well, take that the... one
1: well and i don't want a victim blame here uh but the prostitute is does what she's supposed to do and is like drive around the corner and yeah. I'll meet you there and I'll you know blow you in the car or whatever she doesn't say that specifically, but basically like we'll do it just around the corner from where my friends are in your car so I can get away basically and Donnie faster is like, no no, come to my apartment and she goes yeah just to it's like what if I wanted to be a couple hours and She's like, like okay exactly. and I'm like I don't I don't want a victim blame because she's the one that ends up dead but like don't go to this creepy dude's apartment. Yeah. Not only that, she walks in there
0: uh, and the place is freezing. It's still it's extremely dilapidated. Yes. She's like
1: it's wicked cold in here and he's like I'm sorry the the temperature regulate the thermostat's broken. Yeah. Um let me draw you a bath. And again, I'm reminded of something else here. I'm reminded of American Psycho. <laughs> I thought that too. <laughs> because again, don't want a victim blame, but uh, in that one, Patrick Bateman picks up a street hooker, brings her to his apartment, and draws her a bath. <laughs> Only uh, he makes that prostitute wash herself. In this one, Donny Fasters like I want to wash your hair. Do you is your hair dry? conditioned? You, is, it, is it colored? Is it treated? He's got like an array of shampoos yeah. for washing hair. So he's got a, a food hair thing or a food a hair. Food thing. hair. <laughs> uh, a hair washing thing. Sorry, I was jumping ahead to later when he does the when he gets the hair at the person's house. Um. Anyway, it basically comes down to yes. He brings his prostitute home. He says she's he's gonna wash her hair. She discovers that in his bedroom he just has a collection of death wreaths from the funeral home where he used to work. With you know people send the bouquets with so sorry for your loss and everything, and he just keeps them in his bedroom. Yeah, and she's like fuck, I'm out of here, and she tries to escape, and obviously Donnie doesn't let her and kills her and removes her fingers or her fingernails. Uh, So in the next scene, Donnie has a new job. He is a frozen food delivery man. Uh, I guess like the Schwanz man uh, around here. I don't know if Schwanz is like nationwide or if it's regional to like New England or what, but um, he brings his food over to the house of a woman with teenage daughters and this woman, again, uh, trying so hard not to victim blame, but he's in the house delivering the food and he's like, can I use your bathroom? And she's like, yeah, sure. Which, you know, you let if a workman's in your house and he needs to go, you let him. He goes into the bathroom and, like, digs hair out of the trash. And then as he goes to leave, she goes, oh, I just wanted to let you know, if we're never home, we never lock the back door. Yeah. <laughs> <Who did>? What? <laughs> Who did? You just volunteered Number one, this is his first day on the job. Like you just said a few minutes ago, you've never seen him before. Like, what happened to the guy that used to come to our house? Oh, he's like retired or got a new route or whatever. And And immediately, don't keep our house locked to a stranger.
0: Yeah, I saw when I when they said that, I was
1: like, Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, you might as well just have a sign outside that says, come on in and murder us.
0: I mean, I've thought about that, having that sign
1: just kind of pop around in my place. Well, I mean, it's like that um, meme I have saved on my phone for days. I'm having a bad day and I just share it. This is when you're sleeping peacefully and (laughs) hear someone to break in your house and kill you. And it's just a picture of the guy continuing to sleep. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um Scully and Mulder on, find the hooker. They find the dead hooker, yup, and Mulder's basically just like, "See? I told you." <laughs> and and
0: uh, uh they try to go in for a closer look, but <clears throat> Scully like refuses basically.
1: Yeah, and this is where it starts to come into play where we realize that Scully hasn't dealt with her abduction because Mulder's like, yo, you okay? Like, you can leave on this one if you want. Like, you, you seem to be having, like, a lot of problems, like post-traumatic stress and everything. Um, so Scully is like... Yeah, maybe. Um, she thinks about it. and Well, she, uh, she says she thinks about it. She goes back to yeah. Washington. Yeah, she yeah. she thinks about it. And she chooses to go back to Washington because she's having, like, nightmares and hallucinations. And she takes the body with um, her. What's that? She, she takes the body with her. Yes, because she takes it back to Washington to kind of get away from Minneapolis so that she can do her study on the body in Washington, and also talked to a counselor about um, her anxiety. So while that's going on, Donnie starts attending night class at a community college. Uh, yeah, you're right. Wait. I mi- Yeah, I know, but I missed something somewhere. He there, went there's some somewhere s- well, to there was that whole scene. Was that when he was trying to apply for community college with like the ladies, like, Oh, are you religious? Yeah. that th- There's that
0: scene or where was it's that just... replying
1: for his frozen food job. No, That was the frozen food
0: job. Okay. Yeah. Cause he, he didn't really apply for anything for, for night classes, but it was that weird scene where it's like r- religious and the, she's like, our bosses doesn't really care, but he has to ask that question anyway. And mm-hmm. which is bizarre. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, so, anyway, Donnie's at his night class. And he's, like, checking out this one woman in class. He's like... Hur, hur, hur. You can tell. He's, like, sitting there, like, really giving her the I'm-gonna-murder-you eyes. Um, and outside in the parking lot... Oh, God, he's so creepy in this scene. Outside in the parking lot, he just... Whoa! he's just there all of a sudden at her car and she's like oh my god and he's like i'm donnie i'm in your class um i'm try. i can't remember did he tell us to read like and this is like every creepy dude trying to pick up someone in their class in the history of Ever. Yeah, is it, is, it, is it chapters five and six or six and seven? I didn't I quite can't remember. As he's she's blocking like, oh. the door. As, as he's like holding on to her door so she can't close it. And as he's like, she's like, uh, it's, 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 oh, okay, good. And did, would you, would, I just want to, and she's like, get away from me. And he's like, no. And she maces him and runs away screaming, which, good. Yes.
0: Um, the only so, smart
1: woman in this sh- episode. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I guess, oh no, you know what? I We said Scully went back to Washington before this happened. She actually went after this happened because this is important for the end of the episode because, um, Mulder and Scully go to the local prison, the the guy there thinks he has, we are led to believe that Donnie Faster is incarcerated because the guy's like, a woman said this guy tried to attack her, we picked him up, I think he's probably our guy, yada yada yada, and we go in and it's like just some dude who tried to attack a prostitute. And so they are questioning him, but meanwhile, Donnie is in, like, the next cell. Uh, Also, apparently, for probably attacking that chick from his class, but because he attacked the woman from the class, not a prostitute, they're ignoring him because the other dude attacked a prostitute, so they think that... The killer is attacking prostitutes. The look on his face, too, when he just kind of creeps in the frame behind Scully. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important that Scully yes. has not gone back. Because you can tell, like, he's, like, staring at Scully's hair and is, like, obsessed with getting her hair. And then she goes back to... Uh, then she goes back to Washington. Yeah. So, um, Mulder and the uh, Minneapolis FBI... They're like, look, we're, we got to get this figured out. They're trying. They can't figure out what's going on. And back in Washington, that's when Scully gets uh, – she finds out that she got a phone call supposedly from the FBI field office in Minnesota saying they wanted her to come back. So she calls Mulder. Uh, she's like, did you – call for me to come back? And he's like, no. And she's like, did Bach, call, did agent Bach call for me to come back? And he's like, I don't think so. She's like, well, uh, they say somebody called for me. So, uh, maybe you guys were both out of the building or whatever. So i you know, I'll be there in a little bit. I'll fly back. And, she has fingerprint evidence. That's the main reason she calls Mulder. She lifted fingerprints off the dead body. She sent them to Minneapolis. They run them through the system and they get Donnie Faster's fingerprints because he was obviously fingerprinted when he went to jail for attacking the woman from his class. And they're like, shit, it's this guy. We gotta find him, find him. And they go to his apartment. And they find all the funeral wreaths, and they find one of the prostitute's fingers, but they don't find Donnie. Um, Scully gets to Minneapolis, rents a car, and starts driving. And a car comes up behind her and forces her off the road to have an accident. Uh, And it's Donnie faster. And he kidnaps Scully and takes her to his dead mother's abandoned house and ties her up and puts her in a closet. And so while all that is going on, Mulder and Agent Bach are like, okay, Donnie Faster, like, where else could this guy be ha- hiding out? Uh, oh, look, he he had uh, some siblings and his his mother's dead and his mother had this house. I bet he's at this house uh so and i guess they found that out because uh there was they found scully's car and there was some paint on the car from where donnie faster hit her and they were like oh and his mother owned this color car or some shit like that." It's basically yeah just like
0: random shit to just kind of get from point a to point b
1: Mm mm-hmm and so Scully is at Faster's house. She's tied up. And Donnie's, like, made the cold bath. And he's like, is your hair treated? And he does all his weird hair. Is it is it normal or is it dry? And uh, she gets away from him. And there's this big chase all around the house. and Not the most graceful one either. No, but scully's also partially tied up true yeah her hands are still tied up even though her feet aren't um and this is where uh scully is like while she's being chased by faster she has this hallucination like he gets her into a corner or in the closet or whatever and she has this hallucination that he turns into a demon And then this hallucination that he turns into like... And this is all her... This is the one that makes sense where she has the hallucinations because she's been abducted before. This is like another... This is what happened to her when she was abducted by uh, Dwayne Barry, where she was tied up and put in a small space. And so she's hallucinating because she's having a flash... She's having... This is her trauma. (laughs) She's a kidnap victim and she's now kidnapped... Again. Yeah. So. So which.
0: Yeah. Like we were saying. Like it makes complete sense. In terms mm-hmm. of. Her. Like. Right. Having these. But then later on. When they. Well earlier. When that. When the funeral director saw it. it made absolutely right. no sense.
1: Exactly. It makes sense that Scully's having like these crazy hallucinations. Because she's having. She's already been having problems with the case. Because she's uncomfortable with the, the mutilation of corpses. And now she's having even more problems. So it would make sense that she would see a monster when she looks at Donnie faster. Because, you know, he's this thing that's triggering her stress, her post-traumatic problems. Yeah. Um, so they're chasing around the house and they f- struggle with each other. And they fall all the way down the stairs next to the front door and right as they fall next to the front door boom the task force breaks in and they catch Donnie faster and Scully is like Mulder's like obviously like Scully Scully you okay and she's like no no I'm okay I'm okay and then she bursts into tears and falls into Mulder's arms because obviously she's not okay (laughs) so um Then we get another famous X-Files in closing kind of uh, voiceover. This time it's Mulder's voiceover uh, over a lot of pictures of Donnie Faster as a child. Mulder is like, you know, a lot of these things can be chased back to childhood. He was raised in a family with a mother and four older sisters and was probably overshadowed or abused by them, blah, blah, blah. You know, sometimes in this world, evil is not paranormal. Sometimes evil is just that little kid that lives next door or something like that. So... And that's the end of that episode. (laughs) Overall, I enjoyed
0: it. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. definitely nice to throw... After all the weird shit that's been going on, it's nice Mm -hmm. that they threw in a little bit of realism. It's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not just all supernatural. It's just... Just bad people. And that's all it is. Um, Yep. I give it... uh, Besides the fact of the random devil thing at the beginning, Mm -hmm. uh, which didn't really hinder it, I did... Think, I assumed that the the stupid woman that's like our back door is always unlocked. I thought that was gonna mm-hmm. play into it, like he was gonna come and take the girls.
1: That is, yeah, kind of just a side away thing. Yeah, yeah, th- that part is really just a nothing part of the. It episode. really,
0: <laughs> yeah, it really was a nothing part, and it was just I was just like, I don't get it. Why would you? It's the smoking gun, like. You introduce a gun, you use it, and so yep. you introduce a plot point where it's like, uh, where or not a plot point where you're just like oh, our back door is always unlocked, and you're like, okay, obviously, mm-hmm. the, he's gonna take one of the girls. He stole their hair, and he's that's the setup, and then nothing ever came mm-hmm. about that. Uh, but uh, solid A for me.
1: Yeah, I actually really liked this one a lot. Uh. I get like you, I kind of appreciate the let's try something different in our show about supernatural. Let's make the monster just a dude that kills people. Um, it, like I said, it shows a lot of what Mulder, a lot of what we've heard about from Mulder, but not necessarily seen that he's really good at being an FBI agent. Uh, uh, And this is why everyone constantly says to him that he's like wasting his entire career in the X-Files, even though we know he's not, we know he's doing good stuff, but now we get to see why the rest of the FBI who maybe doesn't understand the X-Files would look at him and go, man, that talented dude is wasting everything he knows how to do. Yeah. So that's kind of good. I think that, and again, I think Donnie faster is a really creepy villain. Um, I'm at an a for this one. I think it's really good.
0: Yeah. I, I've totally, yeah, I think yep. I just got thrown off because of the whole devil. Oh thing. yeah, there's
1: a couple, there's a couple weird, like non sequitur moments in this episode. So I'm not arguing your, yeah. I can't argue your a minus. I, yeah,
0: no, you're going to argue hey. it. Damn it.
1: <laughs> no, Uh, Oh, next week's episode is fun. I think you're going to get a kick out of this one because I know I do. Next week's episode is called De Hand de Verletz. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's German. This series likes to use titles that are in other languages that I have trouble pronouncing. So I'm going to say it's pronounced De Hand de Verletz and hope that's correct. Um, And it takes place in New Hampshire. It takes place near... It takes place near our home home stomping grounds. Right, in our, right so, in our backyard. Right in our backyard. So that should be fun. Cool. Let's go visit it. <laughs> uh, it might be a fictional town in this episode. I can't remember. And I closed the window. It's Shit. all right. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll look it up for next. If it's not a fictional town, I would happily go there. But I'm pretty sure it's fictional because... They, uh, basically picked except for like big cities like Minneapolis and Boston. And they basically picked everything, although they even used Vancouver as Boston, which was not, but basically they picked things that they could fake as places in Canada (laughs) because they film in Canada uh, for pretty much the entire run of the show, towards the end they eventually moved to California. But they basically they're like, where can we say this takes place that vaguely looks like this place in Canada where we're filming? <laughs> uh, I'm
0: like, I haven't. Uh, I'm trying not to read anything. I just want to know like, what town? But like off the top of my head, but it doesn't really say anything. But I'll look it yeah. up. Yeah, uh, because
1: uh, it does say uh, it's something luck so you don't spoil yes. yourself or anything. Do, 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 do. It is Milford Haven. Let's see. I know. Th- I know I Milford know there- is. Yes, there is a Milford, New Hampshire. I'm pretty sure they just tacked on the Haven to make it. Um. Milford,
0: Milford. Hey, Haven, New Hampshire. No, it's no. There's a, it's, it's just. Milford, I think they yeah. just.
1: Yeah, it's just Milford. Um, pretty sure they just tacked on the Haven. Well, Milford so Haven's couldn't...
0: a place in Wales.
1: Uh, okay, gotcha. Curses! Yeah. We'll go to yeah. Milford and say... We'll go to was... Milford, New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think I've been in Milford, New Hampshire. You kind of got to drive through there on the way to, like, Massachusetts and Yeah, stuff. you
0: kind of have to go through it. So we've definitely been there. To some extent,
1: yeah. there's probably some sort of cool thing. Eh, no. We're way off topic. <laughs> they have an Elm Street. I'm looking at their notable places on their Wikipedia page. They have an Elm Street. All right. Every town has an Elm
0: Street. We'll go there and do a Nightmare on Elm Street episode for Halloween.
1: <laughs> That reminds me of something I'm going to ask you about, but I'm going to end this recording because now it'll really be off topic. So until next week, goodbye, everybody. Later.